Well, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who are just tuning in, we are doing another Top Australian Songs Countdown. As you would all know, last year we did a Top 30. This year we're going to do things a little bit different. Um, for the past 16 weeks, we have been counting down the top 1,000 best Australian songs of all time. And not only have we just been counting down 1,000, we've also had a special guest <clears throat> who's one of the artists from that top 30 from last year. Now, he's actually come up with a complete alternate list of 1,000 top songs, and we've been working through both those top 1,000 songs in parallel up until this point where we are now at the last top 10 and the other top 10 in parallel greatest Australian songs of all time. Now, as I mentioned, and as you already know, if you've been tuning in, this is one of the uh, artists that made it to the top 30 last year. And it's been an absolute pleasure to be able to get one of those, one of Australia's top artists uh, on the show. (laughs) He's traveled all around Australia. Uh, He's a big name in both country music, rock and roll, and the poetic art scene. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Simon McNamee from Surplus Johnny's, one of our top 30 Australian artists from last year. Yes, that's right. You heard me correctly. Aloha. How are you going, Simon? It's great to have you on the show. It's it's great. I mean, we've obviously been sitting here for a, a little while now, going yeah. through the... Um, the thousand songs, uh, both your thousand and my own. Uh, <clears throat> I like to think of it as the. You can think of it as the alternative one thousand. I like to think of it as the correct one thousand. That's the thing. Our listeners will be voting on which songs out of this two, list of two thousand songs they think are the top one thousand, and we will be doing another top one thousand based on the listeners. Uh, That's I'm. I feel yeah. like I'm. You know, I was obviously <clears throat> honoured by the popular vote last um, countdown that you did, which was thirty countdown. Yeah, and I came to you with the idea of of thinking. You know, it was an interesting list. Um, it was a popular vote list, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. That's that's the reason you made it on. And that's, I feel like, um, not only being more, you know, extensive and thorough in our list listing, uh, listicles, in making, you know, a thousand, but I feel like I'm, I'm also here to help sort of educate your particular sort of sub, sub-genre of listeners um, on their their top thousand so you know mm, yeah of course you, we offer the the sort of the the mainstream the alternative you know maybe everyone will be better f- off for it in the end yeah well i think it's uh you know it's been a great experience because we have we have sorry to interrupt you but uh, no please don't do that again <clears throat> no i just want to say that it's been i've kind of lost track of time yeah I wasn't really sure about coming into the sort of bunker with you over the last five or so days, however long it's been now. Mm. So I just want to say that, you know, it's it has taken its toll. 
Yeah, and for me to have COVID during that whole time, it's been quite difficult as well. But I, you know, I think the energy that both of us bring with our um, track selections has really energised both of us, and which kind of leaves me at, at, at this last ten songs, uh, this last ten each, leaves me with quite a feeling of excitement. Um, I think we need to get down to business. All right, well, let's. Let's kick off this last 10. Um, what have you got for us at number 10? Um, okay, so my number 10, um, you know, coming off my number 11, it's sort of the clear choice going into mm. number 10, you know, um, and it's kind of the clear choice, the obvious choice. <clears throat> and I think a lot of people might, given that's the alternative thousand, you know, um, and number 10 on the alternative list, people might listen to this and think, well, that's, I mean, that's, what's alternative about that? You know what I mean? Like, that's mm. a pretty obvious I choice. I mean, it's relative. You really need to have heard the, the past 900 and Yeah, and also, and also can I sense. just, you know, sorry to interrupt you again, but I will continue to do that. Also, I just want to say that I don't take this lightly and... Sometimes the obvious choice is the right choice. And, you know, last year I was planning on doubling your 30 as well, uh, but in picking my 11 and 10 songs, I actually injured myself. So, you know, don't be flippant is my message with number 10. And my number 10 is uh, Familiar Territory by Mark of Cain. Rock and roll. All right, folks, let's give it a listen.
That was the first number 10, uh, Mark of Cain with Familiar Territory. Um, Mark of Cain uh, from Adelaide there. Um, we'll see We'll see how many different states get represented. But um, yeah. yeah, I think that may, may be the only pick from Adelaide. Uh, Mark of Cain, of course, formed in 1984, but um, familiar, familiar Territory is from the 2001 release this is this the album produced by uh, Andy Gill, who uh, passed away just the uh, 2020, I believe. Uh, but obviously, legendary Andy Gill from Gang of Four. But um, his production work is also pretty outstanding. Um, you might have noticed the reference in those lyrics as well. Um, the lines like uh, "Listen up, do what Tex says to do," and There'll always be another Tex, another Sadie Mae. Those are, of course, references to uh, two members of the Manson family, Tex Watkins and Susan Denise Sadie Mae Atkins, both of which participated in the Manson family murders, uh, including the murder of uh, the pregnant Sharon Tate. And um, that was a part of a recent... Uh, Quentin Tarantino film as well, subject. And Australian actress Margot Robbie played Sharon Tate in that movie, uh, Once Upon a Time movie. So, uh, yeah, Mark of Cain, familiar territory. Right, that was a, a grooving track. And yeah, I agree with the, uh, the good production. They actually, because they're from 84, you know, they get, they get that comparison with shellac and helmet and that metal kind of uh, sort of also that metal kind of groove metal sound that sort of peaked in the early 2000s which a lot of that stuff is really dated in its production and stuff but um, 
because they were sort of doing it since the since the mid '80s, they sort of developed their own kind of you know um, unique sensibility and sound, uh, uh, sort of fit more in that post-hardcore kind of kind of sounds a lot of the time as well. But yeah, great band, uh, often overlooked, fresh again. Yeah. Well, now that we're getting to my top ten, I have to be <laughs> honest. Um, Probably, you know, after getting around 990 songs, I kind of started running out of songs to choose. So I've, I've kind of, I've moved away from some traditional kind of songs and I've, you know, seeing as this is actually a video game music podcast, I've actually gone for some Australian video game music. So this next you know, can I just Can I just interrupt you again? You um, may, of course. My esteemed guest. Um, I did say to you when we began with the, you know, from the thousand, from your yeah. thousand, when we locked the bunker, you know, I said maybe you should do a little bit of bookkeeping before you close the door. Maybe you should write down some ideas of what you want to pick before you close the door, rather than just think of it like you know without any reference points and things like that just going off the top of your head and you snapped at me and um yeah you know, i regretted that I, I i did regret that especially as it was the start of our musical to say journey. Sorry. but um <laughs> sorry about that i'm still waiting for you to say sorry so at number 10 for me uh, comes from an Australian-made game called Untitled Goose Game. And now, if you've ever played this, it's quite an interesting game. I think you would, I don't know if you'd enjoy playing it, but I think you'd definitely appreciate what the game is. You basically play as these uh, a goose or a pair of geese, and, and you just... You just walk around and kind of cause havoc. You pull things out of people's gardens. You steal keys off people, turn on their taps, and just cause havoc. And um, and the music's quite interesting on this. Um, pretty much all of it is Debussy music, just for piano. Um, and it's been arranged in a way... A great that, Australian composer. <laughs> great Australian composer. It's been arranged by the... Uh, <laughs> the Australian composer Dan Golding and it's done in a really cool way where it, as you're playing it's like you're witnessing an episode of uh, Play School this piano music kind of comes in and kind of follows what you're doing and it's all these chopped up uh, Debussy tracks so here we go at number 10 one of the greatest Australian songs of all time composed by uh, Claude Debussy and Writ, uh, arranged by Dan Golding. This is Minstrels from Untitled Goose Game.
right, well, ladies and gentlemen, that was Minstrels from Untitled Goose Game, um, composed by Claude Debussy and arranged by Dan Golding. Very clever game, and the way they use the music is very clever. Uh, definitely track top definitely a top 10 Australian track of all time but yeah I think it's time yeah thank you thank you uh, what, what do you got next for us Simon uh, coming in at number 9 of the top 10 greatest Australian songs of all time uh, my alternative list to yours is the uh, 1987 debut single from uh, the, the the relatively short-lived but highly influential and long-forgotten Sydney uh, noise electronic post-punk thug. Um, thug. He, Thug, yes. Peter Reed, Tex Perkins, and Lachlan McLeod um, from Thug, known for their confrontational live performances, which would often end in the band members brawling amongst themselves and several glassings. Number nine, Thug with Fuck Your Dad. Oh, great. <laughs> current alternative number nine song has been removed from the episode as it is not fit for human consumption by any stretch of the imagination. Instead, we give you the family-friendly Australian classic, Duncan, by Slim Dusty. I love to have a beer with Duncan. I love to have a beer with Duck. We drink in moderation And we never, ever, ever get rolling drunk We drink at the town and country Where the atmosphere is great I love to have a beer with Duncan Cause Duncan's me mate, yeah I love to have a beer with Colin I love to have a beer with Col. We drink in moderation and it doesn't really matter if he brings his doll We drink at the town and country Where the atmosphere is great I love to have a beer with Colin Cause Colin's me mate mm. I love to have a beer with Kevin Oh, I love to have a beer with Kev We drink in moderation And he drives me home in his big old ship We drink at the town and country where the atmosphere is great I love to have a beer with Kevin Cause Kevin's me mate I love to have a beer with Patrick I love to have a beer with Pat We drink in moderation And it wouldn't really matter if the beer was flat We drink at the town and country Where the atmosphere is great I love to have a beer with Patrick Cause Patrick's me mate Change key. I love to have a beer with Robert. 
I love to have a beer with Bob We drink in moderation Just one more and back on the job We drink at the town and country Where the atmosphere is great I love to have a beer with Robert Cause Robert's me mate I love to have a beer with Duncan Oh, I love to have a beer with Duncan We drink in moderation And we never, ever, ever get rolling drunk We drink at the town and country Where the atmosphere is great I love to have a beer with Duncan Cause Duncan's me mate I love to have a beer with Duncan Cause Duncan's me mate <laughs> That was uh, a song by Thug And we're now moving to... Number nine from the uh, the Vault Supreme what, top 1,000 songs of all time from Australia. I'm a big fan of the location genre, and this uh, this is a I think it comes down to a complete and utter coincidence that uh, both of us happen to appear on this next song that we're playing. Um, this is actually a song <laughs> by the band Wollongong, and it does feature our special guest here on uh, improvised vocals. And I have to say, this is one of my probably one of my favourite Wollongong songs that were ever recorded and written and improvised on the spot. This is from the album Coven from I think 2016, and this track is called. Regular chef. Let's give it a whirl. Got my knives from the same place. 
Ladies and gentlemen, that was the track Regular Chef by Wollongong featuring our special guest who's on the show today, Mr. Simon McNamee. Yeah, I like to I like to think of myself as a kind of you know, when I'm not being a 
censored for my my choices and things. <laughs> I, like to, I like to think of myself as a kind of honorary Wollongong member, or uh, you know, a senior Wollongong senior member at least. Um, which is why I've taken legal action against you and Michael Manzini and um, Jack Tickner and. Look, we have we've always intended on giving you your cut of um, any money we made from that album. We're still we're just waiting on a sale. Well, yeah, we, we'll continue looking over the books, but <laughs> Michael Manzini's bobblehead collection speaks for itself. I'll just I'll just say that. But um, speak, speaking of <laughs> legal action, <laughs> no, uh, speaking of Australian greats. Uh, it is my turn, isn't it, for my number eight, I believe. Number eight. And I believe, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but from memory, I believe this act did um, appear last, last countdown, the 30. Maybe you remember where they appeared in that 30? I wonder if it was number eight as well, but this is... Um, my number eight is on the alternative list. Maybe it's on the non-alternative list as well. Uh, is Vampire by Dweeb City from the uh, the Cree EP? I don't think Dweeb City was on there last last year. Well, sometimes. Well, <laughs> 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 uh, you know, there's always time to correct mistakes. So you. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Vamp Tire by Dweeb City. Excellent, grooving track. The vocals are a lot of fun. They really kind of take the whole uh, Halloween genre and just go crazy with it and have a lot of fun. 
<laughs> Woo, yeah. So, yeah, if you get to see them in, I think they're mostly play around Sydney. If you get a, get a chance to see them, definitely go out. So, yeah. uh, sorry, someone's... Sorry, just let me, uh, just let no, me no, see. The, bun- the bunker has to stay shut until we're finished. Yeah. Where is it? I'll take care of this. Um, do do your number eight. I'll I'll see what 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 he wants. Um, yeah. So this this Get is a track um, that in nineteen eighty one stayed in the uh, top top number one position Sorry. for Sorry. eight Sorry. weeks. No, so you're so, so, yeah. you're saying nineteen eighty one. Yep. Top. What? Where was it in the charts? In the, number one for eight weeks. Number one for eight weeks in '81. Yeah. And it's your number eight. It's my number eight. Yep. Okay, look, call me crazy, but I think I know what it is. It's a, it was a hit single. Is it Joe Dolce with "Shut Up Your Face"? That's it. Let's let's give it a whirl. Classic Australian track. I'm a Giuseppe, I got something special for you. Ready? Uno, due, tre, quattro. When I was a boy, just about the eighth grade, Mama used to say, don't stay out late with the bad boys. Always shoot the pool, Giuseppe, going to flunk a school. Boy, it make me sick, all the thing I gotta do. I can't get no kicks, I always got to follow rules. It making me sick just to make the lousy bucks Got to feel like a fool And the mama used to say all the time What's the matter you? Hey, got no respect What do you think you do? Why you look so sad? It's not so bad It's a nicer place Ah, shut up your face That's my mama, I can remember Big accordion solo Star. Then they make a TV shows and the movies Get myself a new car But still I be myself I don't want it to change a thing Still a dance and a sing I think about the mama She used to say What's the matter you? Hey, God, no respect What do you think you do? Why you look so sad? It's a not so bad It's a nicer place I shut up your face Mama, she said it all of the time What's the matter you, hey, got no respect What do you think you do, why you look so sad It's a not so bad, it's a nicer place I shut up your face That's my mom Hello everybody, that's out there on the radio on the TV land Did you know I had the big hit the song in Italy with this? Shut up your face I sing this song, all of my fans applaud, they clap their hands that's making me feel so good. You ought to learn that this is a song. It's a real simple. See, I sing, what's the matter you? You sing, hey. And then I sing it the rest. And then at the end, we can all sing, ah, shut up, you face. Okay, let's try it really. Uno, two, three, one. What's the matter you? Hey. God, I no respect. Hey. What do you think you do? Hey. Why you look so sad? Hey. It's not so bad. It's a nicer place. I'll shut up in your face. That's a great. We can do the best. 
was I was next door to the bunker, and I heard you guys doing this this countdown. So hey, I how'd, how'd you get in? I said I knocked on the door. Which no, no guy knocking on the door. Something happened to him. Well, you might need to take over from now. What? Well, sorry, well, someone sir. was here. He opened the door to clean up the mess that was there. So I, but I love Joe Dolce. I love Joe Dolce. He's actually not Australian. You know that? He's actually from from New York. Yeah, I've actually got a, a few people on the list who have moved to Australia. Um, well, that's all. I swear it's one of those places where everyone comes and they can appreciate Ignatius rocks. They can appreciate all different types of rocks. You know, you have, you have the Uber Rock in North Australia. Fantastic rock. And then you got Joe Dolce over here. He's playing his own brand of rock and roll pop music. And that's excellent as well. Yeah, it's fascinating. I mean, I think, yeah, he really went for that whole multicultural kind of thing. And, um... You know, Joe Dolce is a way, he was a regular on the football show. Because I used to look at a lot of, so I was writing a textbook back in, I think it was 98. 97, 98, got published in 2009, if you could believe that. Wow. And I used to have the free show back on because back in the, uh, on the TV when I was doing the textbook. And sometimes some of the bawdy jokes from some of those ex-football players would seep into my textbook writing, you know? So I'd be, you know, the, the next rocks form from the volcano at... I'll uh, see you next Tuesday, and I had a in there, you know. And you know they had they had a crazy time kind of editing out that textbook. But I'm of course the authority on a number of, of different types of geological structure. And you know, you know, I I just put my foot down. Hey, look, while you're there, can you just? Um, call out to Simon wherever he's gone and just get him to uh, introduce number eight, please. Alternative number eight. Sorry, I don't think he'll be back. Oh, sorry. Alternative number seven we're up to now. So my number seven is, you know, it has to be this track, doesn't it? Severed Heads with Dead Eyes Opened. Yeah. 
Welcome back, Nighthawks. You're, of course, listening to the Top 1000 Alternative Mm. Australian Tracks, Mm. as well as the Top 1000 Australian Tracks, or the alternative to the alternative, as I like to call it. That was my pick for number seven off the alternative list. My pick, Simon McNamee here. Just cozying up to you at home as you sit there shaking off those chilly winds you're getting on this uh, cold, frigid Australia day. And uh, coming out of number seven there, severed heads, dead eyes opened. Uh, That was the 1984 version, the original track from 1983 since the accident, was actually only on the album to fill up space of the cassette tape they were recording. But the later 1994 release was the one that earned them some accolades with the track peaking at number 16 on the Aria charts. It also it's got... It's no shut up your face which peaked at number one for eight weeks, is it? No, but it also did get a lot of high scores and approvals from uh, music critics. And um, Tom Ellard from Seven Heads, the sort of creative force behind Seven Heads, um, described the track as insipid and stated that he hates the song uh, numerous times over the years. Uh, interestingly, the, the sample in that is from the 1960s BBC radio program The Scales of Justice uh, from an episode called Death on the Crumbles. The episode um, details one of the Crumbles murders. Uh, there were two, um, but this is the murder of Emily Kay by Patrick Marne. Uh, Patrick Marne had uh, engaged in an affair with Emily Kay in order to steal her savings. And uh, he <clears throat> ended up inviting her to a, a bungalow in the Crumbles area that's in Sussex in England and uh, murdered her with uh, blunt force trauma to the head with the use of a coal hod, which is like a, a heavy bucket for carrying coals in a fireplace. You know? And... Um, he dismembered the corpse with a handsaw and a chef's knife and burned the body parts in the fireplace of the bungalow, as well as pulverizing the skull and skeletal remains. Um, some sections of the body which um, were not disposed of in that manner, uh, he boiled and then he put in a brown bag and threw from a moving train. Uh, he was later found with bloodstained clothes and uh, the knife in his luggage and arrested, put on trial and convicted of Emily Kay's murder and executed by hanging. Um, and like Sharon Tate, Emily Kay was also pregnant at the time of her murder. Um, so yeah, uh, Dead Eyes Open by Seven Eds. You'll get a lot, you'll, if you give him a deep dive and you'll get a lot more uh, experimental, sort of, you know, unconventional stuff. I'm just really disappointed they changed their name from Mr. and Mrs. Smoke No Smoking Sign. That's probably one of the best names I've ever heard. All right. Well, let's get to my number seven. I don't have much to say about this one, but this is another video game track. Uh, This is from a game called Unpacking, and it's the unpacking theme. And it's from... 
Canadian-Australian Jeff Van Dyke. Enjoy. Unpacking theme from the video game Unpacking by Jeff Van Dyke. Pretty Speaking nice. of unpacking, we're <laughs> unpacking the next We're track. unpacking a thousand top songs. We've we've been here for six days, and we're finally at the stre- the last stretch of top ten, and um, I believe it's number six. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. This this is the number six of my list. It's the lead track from 1992's Tight White Ball Hugger EP. Um, and it is Misguided Modeling Career by The Foves. Ooh, all right, number six. Sense of urgency 
Number six on the alternative list of the top 1,000 or uh, top 10 uh, of the top 1,000 greatest Australian songs of all time. That was, of course, Foves with Misguided Modeling Career. Um, Foves were formed in 1988 um, in Melbourne by four Mount Eliza High School friends. And they're still, um, they're still going today. And... Um, I think, you know, <clears throat> they have had a little bit of a, a run of, of more mainstream success back in the 90s, I think. A lot of things happened in the 90s with Australian mm. music. There was a lot more breakthrough. There was a lot more indie kind of kind of stuff happening in the 90s, you know. Um, but Andrew Cox, the, the front man of the Foves, once summed up the Foves' career by reflecting on their first gig. Um, he said, uh, quote, There was no writer, we were underpaid, and no one got laid. It was a microcosm of an entire career. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the foes, uh, as some of you might know, took their name from the short-lived French art movement of the early 1900s, notably spearheaded by André Durand and uh, Henri Matisse, um, who took the name from the French for the wild beasts, les fleurs. Um, sorry about my bad French. But, um, yeah, the the style of the wild beasts, the Phobos movement, 
I was trying to go further than uh, impressionism, break more from representationalism and realism in art, and uh, to do so they employed a very emphasised, vibrant, exaggerated and uh, strident use of colour and wild expressionistic brushstrokes as well as making the subjects of their art more abstracted and um, introducing some non-Western influences into their influences and elements into their art. Um, and uh, give the foes a, a deep dive, I say. The band, give the foes a deep dive. Aside from Dogs Are The Best People and, um, I don't know, Surf City Limits and that stuff that sort of broke through more because they, they've got a really rich um, catalogue. So anyway, that was the number six. Yeah, that was great. Look, if I was doing a top 2000, they probably would have made my list as well. We're on your number six now, right? All right, ladies and gentlemen, at number six, sixth greatest Australian song of all time. This is an absolute classic. Um, Simon, you may actually have actually heard of this band whilst you were living in Melbourne. This mm. band is called Cod FM, and this track mm. is called I'm Getting By, At Least I'm Getting By. Classic. Yeah, this hits, hits me on a number of levels, but let's give it a listen and we'll come back and talk about it after this. All right. Wash my clothes at the laundromat 
do it every fortnight Tuesday He only sometimes says hello When he does it, I'm not sure what to say gentlemen at number six that was i'm getting by at least i'm getting by by cod fm do you know do you know cod fm at all have you ever um there was a there was a a period of time where they did a few shows in my town Mm. in Wollongong. um i i really haven't heard them i think i saw them once, but they was the sh- they got banned from the venue whilst they were playing. I think, yeah, I think that's pretty common. They often change their name. I mean, they used to be called the Children of the Frogat Machine, but then they shortened it to Cot FM so they could kind of try and get back into some of these venues I, they were banned from. Always, oh, I always thought oh, okay, that that shed some light on the uh, mm-hmm. situation because I always thought it was one of those open to interpretation type of initialisms you know you can you can make up your own you know words for what the letters stand for um but i guess it makes sense that they were just changing their name to to trick the venue bookers yeah i think they were just trying to make some money that's all um pretty pretty big in the underground scene but as far as mainstream um, popularity goes they're kind of re- unknown I remember thinking that was going to be I remember thinking that was their break breakthrough sort of hit song that was going to hit the charts more but I don't know more people should um, I don't know check them out I guess if they don't know who they are yeah for sure it's quite hard to find anything that they've done these days they've, I think you got to dive into the dark web to try and get some of their digital releases but yeah Cod FM Check it out. All right, we're up. I know the, the guys from Cod FM won't like me saying this, but I know someone within the sort of bootleg tape trading scene that might be able to 
hook you up with some uh, kind of Yeah, okay. We'll, you, can edit, um, you can edit that out if you want. No, I think we'll leave it in. I think we'll leave it in. We'll wait for the Well, end I mean, off. look, if they're not going to reissue any of their catalogue or anything, what are people supposed to do? But yeah, all right. I think we're up to the alternative number five now. What do you got for us? Number five. Um, they really don't need any introduction. This is This Perfect Day by the Saints. Saints, uh, this perfect day coming in at number five on the alternative top ten of the alternative one thousand from my list. Um, Simon Acme here, contrasting with Vault Supreme's official top ten of the top one thousand greatest Australian songs of all time list. Um, but yes, this perfect day from nineteen seventy-seven as Saints. Some might say the greatest Australian band of all time from uh, Brisbane. Um, I, uh, you know, many bands, artists could take that spot, but the Saints obviously deserve the recognition. Um, but that was that was uh, this perfect day. Re- it was recorded after the Saints is set up in London, actually. Uh, uh, sort of set up in London after being brought in Australia. Not totally ignored. Um, being in Brisbane at the time, they were often victim of <clears throat> police breaking up their gigs and police harassment, violence, and stuff. Um, but that's definitely, I think, a high watermark for that first um, wave, first sort of punk movement wave, '77. Uh, written by Ed Cooper, 
great Australian songwriter Ed Cooper. Um, the song was recorded in 77 and then put on the Eternally Yours album in 78. It came out as a single in 77. Cooper would then leave the band in 79, of course, and return to Australia to then form the Laughing Clowns after thinking he was going to retire. Been a very premature retirement, I think. But um, yeah, the post Cooper years um, of the Saints saw uh, the Irish Australian uh, Chris Bailey, frontman of the Saints, sort of turn the band into a more commercially successful act, um, more mainstream pop rock, melodic pop rock kind of sound. Um, that's where you get stuff like the '86 just like firewood song you know that's been a mainstay on triple m since probably 1986 really but um the sort of proper heyday period of the saints is the ed cooper period for me it's that's the saints proper and um some people might think it's too low number five this perfect day but Mm -hmm. there you go um i actually got a chance to see the saints one time but um you ever seen the Saints live? I have not. No. Very. I'll, I'll talk more about that later. Yeah. Well, up next at my number five, I know there will be a lot of people. I'm never going to bring that up again. <laughs> and there's a lot of people been listening to this top 1000 and top alternative 1000, wondering when is she going to make the list surely at some point she's going to make the list one of australia's hold on hold on greatest th- singers hold on hold on hold on, hold on hold on tina arena is going to be your number one or number two i've been waiting i've been waiting for for this but i was thinking number one or number well two. here we have someone right. who represents the entire country one of the greatest oh is it going to be someone from canada <laughs> out of australia ladies and gentlemen This is the one and only Kylie Minogue with I Should Be So Lucky.
ladies and oh. gentlemen. Classic single. Classics. That was I Should Be So Lucky from you know, Kylie think, Minogue's album, Kylie. And I think Stock Ackerman and Waterman were, were from um, Ballarat, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. There's actually a monument to them in, uh, as you said at the start, I've been around this great vast land, the wide open road of Australia. And in Ballarat, I actually was there for some time and there is a sort of dedication that the people there put up spontaneously of their own effort. You know, it wasn't a council decision or, you know, it wasn't, it was just the people. They put up a kind of monument to Stock Ackerman and Waterman and and Kylie good, yeah. And Kylie because she obviously she's the the trip the the the, the trip like she's part of the the great triptych of Stock Ackerman and Waterman and Kylie Minogue. And Minogue, yeah. In Ballarat from Ballarat, mm. which is obviously it's so apt. Mining town where gold was discovered, and they're still discovering gold with Stock Ackerman and Waterman and Kylie Minogue. And I, nothing is more relevant in 2022 than Stock Ackerman and Waterman. Stock Aikerman and Waterman, it's it becomes a bit of a tongue twister. It does. Um, it does. And Kyla Minogue, obviously, she's still relevant. I I've always been a big fan of Danny Minogue as well. She's always brought a lot of yeah. Well, that's why she made it to the top 1,000 list about three times. She's a great judge, you know. Yeah. When you and see she... Danny Minogue judging, have you seen her judging skills? Oh, no one really... judges like her. I mean, you've got you got Judge Judy and Executioner over here, and you've got Danny Minogue. It's like this is daytime television at its finest. I agree. Australian daytime, and then some reruns of some old Neighbours with Kylie Minogue, and that yeah. amazing um, music video she made of uh, "I Should Be So Lucky." Um, I'm just glad we got Ballarat represented in this countdown because so far we've got Canada. We've got London. We've got um, we've got Brisbane. You know, obviously Brisbane and Sydney have been represented pretty strongly. We've got Adelaide. We've got Melbourne. Uh, Joe Dolce was he from California? Or something? New York. You know, we've got New, New York, York yep. represented in New York, Australia. The ties that bind, hey, Vault Supreme. The ties yep. that bind us all together. That's as incredible. As Bruce Springsteen from Tasmania once said, <laughs> "You cannot break the ties that bind." <laughs> Speaking of ties, we're now down to our last four greatest Australian tracks of all time. Look, it's it's like that great Australian novel on the beach. Um, I think a lot of you out there will know what I'm talking about. Um, but my number four is, hey, what can beat out the Saints is what you're thinking. I know you are. Yeah, I thought that would have been your number two for sure. Well, obviously, number four, it's got to be... Radio Birdman with New Race.
Australia's answer to the Stooges and MC5 would be the uh, standard copy to read on that one. Um, of course, Radio Birdman formed in Sydney, 1974, by Rob Younger and Dennis Tech. One of the most important bands in Australian music history. Um, they turned the Oxford Tavern in Taylor Square, not the old Oxford Tavern, but the old Oxford Tavern in Taylor Square, Sydney, into uh, the Fun House. Um, for themselves to play uh, gigs because they basically couldn't get any gigs at the time. And it turned into sort of like a host of outsider groups and um, a whole subculture grew out of that scene that started with Radio Birdman and the Funhouse there. Um, that scene basically kick-started the Sydney punk movement. Um, but yeah, New Race from 77... Sorry, New Race from the... Uh, Radio's appear album in 77, which was recorded sporadically, 76, 77, um, but gained renown and was championed by um, Sydney government-funded radio station Double J at the time, um, which became Triple J in 89 after expanding to a national broadcast. Um but Radio's Appear was recorded by the band at the Trafalgar Studios in Annandale with John L. Sayers, an important engineer and producer of Australian music history. Um, they distributed the album from their station wagon and mail order cataloging um, and mail order. Um, cut out that bit, sorry. <laughs> they distributed the album from bands station wagon and with uh, mail orders uh, and picked up a pretty strong following touring different cities uh, despite not really being signed to any label or having any distribution deals and stuff um, but then Sire Records put out a new version of Radio's Appear in 78 that contained re-recorded and remixed versions of the songs and uh, fans sort of have strong opinions about which one's better, which one represents their live sound more and stuff, um, which one captures the band better and stuff. Um, so if you do have both of those um, copies of the album and you can compare at home, you can see which one I played if you're, if you're, that, if you're that way inclined. Um, maybe you can write into Vault Supreme and say um, that was definitely the Sire version or the definitely... You know the Trafalgar version, but um, we'll we'll see if if Vault Supreme has any prizes for anyone who can get the right answer for that one. Lots of prizes, uh, lots of prizes. Um, that's that's a pretty big deal being an independent kind of band all the way back in the seventies and eighties. It's quite easy to be independent now you know, with the internet and distribution and stuff, but you know. I mean, the, throwing the, CDs, at, uh, throwing records and cassettes out the back of your car as you're driving through the city. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> well. I mean, they sort of like they had that home base in um, in the in Sydney, um, which really became this flourishing thing. But they actually had to step away from it because it was so unruly and was attracting all kinds of crowds that they didn't really want to be associated with I got the impression of from reading about it you know like Hell's Angels and stuff started frequents, frequenting the clubs like biker gangs and stuff and they played a gig where like the venue basically got destroyed young one style like by the crowds there and stuff like um, just trashed the place so they just left the place and 
they sort of tried, they went to London as well, like the Saints did before them and the birthday party would do and stuff. Um, and uh, they, the original sort of uh, run of the band didn't really last for very long. They broke up in 78 kind of because of what you're saying. Like it was just too hard to exist with that kind of do-it-yourself um, approach with no support from in regards to you know tour support no support no label yeah. backing them no distribution but um they obviously the, you know rob younger and and tech and everyone went on to do other stuff and because the band was so popular they did re- reform you know a number of times play more gigs when but I don't think their influence or their importance on the Australian music scene can really be um, overstated, really. But, and, you know, I think Radio's Appearance still holds up as just a great album. And, and comparing them to Stooges and stuff like that is obviously something you're going to be inclined to do, but they obviously stand alone as their own sound and their own band and stuff. Um, but that's Excellent. yeah, that stuff from the seventies is still don't overlook it, guys. Yeah. All right. Well, my number four, we're gonna do another video game composer. Uh, this guy's pretty well known. Um, Mick Gordon, best known probably for his Doom soundtracks and Wolfenstein and stuff like that. The uh, the new two thousand and ten onwards kind of era of those games um, no, I'm not a big fan but he do, what he does he does very well um, usually the real industrial heavy metal kind of stuff but I'm going to play a song that I have already played on this podcast which, which before which Wolfenstein was that? Uh, well, I don't know Wolfenstein New Order was one of them I was just hoping you were going to play like a nice midi track this is like 2013 onwards or something but this is from a game called Prey I've played this before it's a fantastic track I better put it in the thing if I haven't already yep there it is this is Everything Is Gonna Be Okay by Mick Gordon from the game Prey alright enjoy
Alright folks, that was Everything is Gonna Be Okay from the game Prey by Mick Gordon. And I know you're thinking, gosh, we're getting close to one and two. Is everything gonna be okay? And look, folks, I'm not sure if it is. We'll just have to wait and see. I was getting the vibe from that song that everything isn't gonna be okay. It's just not to detract from the greatness of, um, who was it, sorry? <laughs> Mick Gordon. Mick Gordon, of course, Mick Gordon. Uh, I think he was in a um, Fitzroy folk band uh, back a few years ago. Could have been a different Mick Gordon. Fourth greatest Australian song of all time. You know, I, I don't like that. Nine <laughs> number four, nine number four. I feel like... So I can picture myself because I am <clears throat> an expert not only on, on Ignatius walks, but you know, all kinds of walk and roll. And that was not walk and roll. I don't think I claimed that it was going to be rock and roll. If, if, if the people out there, if they want to run the take back, Nicky here is one of the greatest rock, track, rock and roll classics to ever come out of Australia. And, you know, I just, I just disagree. Yeah, you know? look, I'll have to apologize for that. Um, hit us. Hit us with it. Number three. Ed Cooper's Post Saints Band formed in 1979 in Brisbane. Are we? Are you calculating? Are you tallying this up out there? This, is this the first Brisbane we've had in the top top no. ten? We've had Brisbane right in. Tell us how many Brisbans we've had. Okay, I think at my count it's got to be ten. It's got to be ten. Let's hit it. Number three. <laughs> theme from Mad Flies. Mad Flies. It's Laughing Clowns.
the number three on the alternative 10 of the alternative 1000 theme from Mad Flies, Mad Flies by Laughing Clowns. Um, Fantastic. Formed in uh, 79, right off the back of Cooper leaving the Saints with um, Bob Farrell on saxophone, Ben Wallace Crabb on bass, Jeffrey Wegener on drums, and Cooper on guitar and vocals, of course. Um, that was the original lineup in 79. Um, after their debut, uh, they were met with confusion and indifference from. Saints fans and punk audiences in general, um, and their sound was often said to um, defy categorization. But um, the sort of cerebral blend of free jazz and kraut rock that was sort of Cooper's intention at the start, um, and the sort of unconventional musical composition elements, and um, you know. Uh, I think it really places them in the post-punk world fairly definitively. But um, yeah, Madflies, Madflies from first LP they put out after a few EPs um, um, in 1981 um, from Mr. Udic Comes to Town. Um, and yeah, they, they, they did reform, I think, in 2016. Um, after breaking up uh, in the early 90s, I think. Um, got to see him then as well, uh, along with the Saints. Uh, very, very, very nice bill that was. Oh, they uh, did the same same set. Wow, the same bill. They were, they were sort of um, on the, the uh, request of Nick Cave, I think, um, for the All Tomorrow's Party. Uh, curation oh, yeah. he did and yeah he was it was sort of one of those things I don't think anyone else could have got all those the sort of bands he got back together and stuff for that um, I don't think anyone else could have done it really uh, he got you know the Saints back together with Ed Cooper and then Laughing Clowns played after the Saints played there was a few other acts on that that might still be coming up that Ooh. played on that same bill but we'll see um I think it's time for your number three as well now. Yes, number three. We're following in the. Uh, Have we, we've been we've been making gun. very poetic kind of statements in our conversations. Here. We're constantly rhyming the ends of our of our monologues. So the kids and stuff just cannot get enough poetry these days. Like I can't. And they need they need more as well. They need more. I walk into a um, Boost Juice and everyone's sort of like just talking about T.S. Eliot this and Yates that and Pound this and it's like, guys, guys, there's there's stuff beyond the modernists, you know, you can expand your horizons um, and then, and but, you know, don't give me any of that romantic stuff, like... No. no capital R romantic stuff. Don't give me any of that. Don't start talking to me about albatrosses and stuff. Just leave it out, okay? Listen to the laughing clowns and you know, get away. Enjoy the poetry, but you know, there's other stuff out there. Yeah, there is. And speaking of other stuff out there, here's some here's something I'm always uh, very happy to share with the world. Very underappreciated band from Melbourne. 
This is um, the band Umlaut, fronted by uh, ex-Mr. Bungle member or Mr. Bungle member, <laughs> Bear McKinnon. Not the easiest uh, music to digest the first time through, but it's quite... Uh, there's a lot to the music and I find that I can go back through these albums over and over again. The more I listen to it, the more I seem to enjoy it. So I did play one of these songs on the top 30, but I'm going to put in another one at number three. This is Easter Bear 2 by Umlaut from the album Arunachala. Please enjoy
ladies and gentlemen, at number three, Easter band number two by the Melbourne band Umlaut, uh, nine, uh, 2019 album Aran, Aran Achala. Very good. Very good stuff. Yes, number two on the alternative list. Um, another band that I actually saw on that same uh, weekend at All Tomorrow's Party. Um, primitive Calculators. Pumping Ugly Muscle. This might be like Thug. You might, you might really not like this one. I think you'll like it more than Thug.
plump and ugly muscle by primitive calculators. I always thought they had a, a bit of a Gavin Friday and Virgin Prunes kind of thing going on that song, but um, not to take anything from, away from it, uh, it's the number two track after all. That was the um, <clears throat> the, the version of Pumping Ugly Muscle from uh, Dogs in Space soundtrack, um, which they recorded uh, in 86 for the movie, uh, the Australian uh, independent movie, I think. The Australian movie Dogs in Space, um, which was released in 87. Uh, But that was actually done after the band had actually disbanded. Uh, So primary calculators, if you're not familiar with primary calculators, uh, they were formed in 1977 in Springvale, but moved to St Kilda, which was like the thriving punk scene in Melbourne in St Kilda at the time and you know you had the birthday party boys next door birthday party around and you know it was it was the scene you know in 77 St Kilda um it was the heroin heroin scene certainly but it was the scene uh and even in that scene the guys in the primitive calculators um sort of felt like outsiders (laughs) but um so they, they sort of relocated to Fitzroy in 77 and started this really interesting sort of experimental um, sort of organisation of, like, a community of, of these, like, you know, outsider bands and stuff. They started these, like, little indie band sessions where people in part of that scene would sort of start makeshift bands um, before going on stage and do 15-minute improv sets and stuff like that. Um, and um, so, yeah, in 78, they were in Fitzroy. Um, that's that's where they settled on this sort of noise rock synth punk, electronic post-punk, unique kind of sound they they sort of exemplified in the Pumping Ugly Muscle there. Um, they effectively stopped playing in 1980, but... Their actual releases, uh, single I Can't Stop It came out in 81 and the self-titled album they did came out in 82. Um, And then a live recording from a 79 um, gig they did, uh, a live recording of Pumping Ugly Muscle was featured on a 2001 compilation album of Australian post-punk bands from the period 78 to 82. Compilation is called Can't Stop It, uh, named after the uh, Primitive Calculators track. Um, that sort of gave a bit more of a, a bit more of a renewed interest um, in the band and led them to reforming in uh, 2009. And they went on to release some new material in the form of 2013's The World Is Fucked. And 2018's on drugs. Um, frontman Stuart Grant gave some insight into the band and uh, um, the sort of like you know intention of the band and what motivated them and what the band was doing. Um, he, when he was interviewed for an Age article in 2013 to sort of promote the uh, 2013 album. Um, he said, quote, From the beginning, we were disaffected. We hated everyone. We hated everything. We hated the world, and we believed the world was lying to us. 
um, and he described the intention to incorporate the philosophy of the Fluxus Artistic Movement. The Fluxus Artistic Movement was uh, an interdisciplinary and international neo-Dadaist artistic movement of the 1960s and 70s that engaged in experimental performances and works which emphasised production and uh, creative process, production and creative process over the finished product. Um, so uh, that was also influenced, the Flux movement was also influenced by uh, John Cage as well. But um, incorporating things from the Flux artistic movement with an- the anti-commercialism of the ideology of punk rock and to use this along with their uh, sort of working class sensibility to counter um, the radio friendly pop and contrived rock and roll rhetoric that they saw the mainstream music used to seduce people. Um, and the, to counteract that, uh, they used uh, what he described as a howling chaotic wall of noise. Um, and Grant went on to add, explaining the uh, album title for the 2013 album. Uh, the album is called The World Is Fucked because that's what we believe. The world's not any better now, in fact, it's worse. I can remember when the hippopotamus and rhinoceros weren't endangered species. I can remember when there was opposition and when uh, Chicago school economics wasn't a naturalized reality of life. And the anger in our music is because it doesn't need to be like that. And we don't need to be this nasty society. And I think we can all get behind that sentiment, especially today. Um, And... If you haven't taken time to dig into Primitive Calculator's catalog, I hope Pumping Ugly Muscle, one of my favourite tracks of all time, one of my favourite Australian tracks of all time from one of my favourite Australian bands, Primitive Calculators. If you haven't taken the time, that's a little taste, and I hope you uh, do a bit of a dive and check them out. Excellent. Well... Let's move to my number two as a little palate cleanser. Completely, <laughs> completely. Don't opposite. censor that one. I won't censor that one. Palate cleanser. And yeah, so this next track that I've picked is just from another video game film composer from Australia. I was watching, So not nude school? No, but we still got number one. Um, so I was watching this anime many years ago called made in abyss and i remember can i just interrupt you uh, again oh yeah sure it's a bit of an australian cliche to put on you know an anime and (laughs) get get your fairy bread together and a nice fosters can of fosters and and some fairy bread people don't know what fairy bread is it's um it's a piece of white like just white bread no right, grain. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interrupt you now because we're starting to move into fairy well, bread. Well, well, people, people are dying to hear what this number number two is. This, this, was, is, this, is, this, this is linked is to your number two. two, I guarantee it. So I you've hope got, so. You're sitting there on the 26th of January. You've got your anime on your big flat screen TV going. You've got your can of Fosters. You've got a piece of white bread smeared with butter. And you've got old bits of hair and lint and stuff you've picked up from the sides of your of your couch. And you've you sprinkled it over that butter on the fairy bread because the butter's there for that adhesive quality. And 
you've got your 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 bits of hair and lint and and mites and you know you get the broom behind the back of the fridge and you get all those little bits of cockroaches out yep. you scoop them up and you and you just sprinkle it over the bread and you've got yourself a January 26th snack that will make you appreciate Australian anime more and so if you're an international listener get your get your wonder white get it out Get your get your I can't believe it's not margarine. Get your lint and your cockroach bits. Put on some anime. Get get that 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 warm fosters um from from the back of the cupboard, and just have yourself a January twenty sixth. Cheers to that, mate. Cheers to that. So anyway. <laughs> From the anime Made in Abyss, and I, I really like the music. So I looked up who it was, and lo and behold, it just happened to be an Aussie. So this is Kevin Penkin, and the track I've chosen. Don't tell is... me Kevin Bloody Wilson has made your top ten. <laughs> this is New World from Made in Abyss. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, that was New World from Made in Abyss by Kevin Penkin. Um, yep, he does video game soundtracks and anime soundtracks and probably other stuff as well. But that was number two, best Australian song of all time. And we are now coming up to the very last number one picks. So Simon, I can't wait to see what your number one is. It is January 26th, and um, in all seriousness, uh, my number one song is um, from the great Australian songwriter Kev Carmody, um, and it is 
from 1991's Eulogy for a Black Person. Uh, it's the song River of Tears. Um, Kev Carmody is probably someone who's fairly well known to, a lot, to most people, um, at least in terms of Australian music. Um, born in 1946 in Cairns. How do you say Cairns? Cairns. Cairns. Sorry. Uh, born in 1946 in Cairns uh, in Queensland. Um, grew up on a cattle station in South Queensland until he and his brother uh, were taken from their parents as part of the uh, solid generation. Um, and uh, his music career <clears throat> has been going since the early 80s. Um, and ever since then, he's been, you know, one of the most important um, Aboriginal, Indigenous Australian uh, voices in Australian music. And um, his songs often deal with uh, the history and experiences and the historical and continuing so, uh, oppression of Indigenous Australian people. Um, the issue, issues like uh, black deaths in custody, stolen generation, uh, genocide, poverty, racism. Um, his most, probably most well-known song is From Little Things, Big Things Grow. Which I, I, think, I think that made the top 30 last time. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, Paul Kelly sort of made that more famous, right? Uh, but um, Yeah. That song is actually a, a historical account of the Gurindji tribe drovers walkout um, led by Vincent Lingari in the Northern Territory in the 60s, which was an important event sparking Indigenous right, the Indigenous rights movement and land rights um, for Indigenous Australians and um, obviously a very important event in Australia's history. Um, but uh, Rivers of Tears, I think, is as a songwriter, I, I think is probably his, one of his best songs. Um, and uh, the sort of subject matter of that song is pretty, um, I think it resonates a lot with t- uh, today um, and how a lot of people see uh, January 26th as Invasion Day as well. Um, it takes on the specificity of the Sydney police murdering a, Marrickville Indigenous Australian man in his home um, to comment on the police brutality, which is a sort of fact of life for a lot of Indigenous Australians. Um, but it also more broadly speaks to the uh, systematic oppression and repression of um, that Indigenous Australians face. Um, I think lines that you'll hear in the song, like uh, terrorists dressed in uniform under protection of their law, terrorise blacks in dawns of fear, they come crashing through the door. And uh, you're not safe out there on Freedom Street. You're not safe inside the can. For with their shotguns and their stun guns, they're licensed to drop you where you stand. Um, speaks a lot to um, the problems that this country still faces and and how Indigenous Australians um, sort of see their place in white Australia and what this day also means to a lot of Indigenous Australians. Um so it should be listened to um, today, I think. Um, and as well as that, um, obviously Kev Carmody is a great performer, a great songwriter, great singer-songwriter. Um, and so, yeah, my number one has to be, for me, um, Kev Carmody's Rivers of 
Sorry, Kev Carbony's River of Tears. All right, let's give it a whirl. There's a cold rain on the autumn wind, a brother murdered in Sydney town. Mark for brother on his supposed eagle cover in his home, they gunned him down. He said, oh, 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 gunned him down. Sad rivers of tears to hundred years in the river of fear, gunned him down. They took him out of point-blank range in his home with his small young son. Shot him dead in his marble bed with a pump-action 12-gauge shotgun. Fatherless child, a grieving wife, a black fugitive on the run. On the run, two centuries from oppression's loaded guns. We say, oh, 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 Gunned him down. Sad rivers of tears, 200 years in the river of fear. him down. Dressed in uniform under the protection of their law Terrorized blacks and dawns of fear They come smashing through your door You're not safe outside on Freedom Street You're not safe inside the camp With their shotguns and their stun guys The license to drop you where you stand We say, oh, 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 Sad rivers of tears to hundred years in the river him down Fantastic track, excellent way to. I think that was a. I think that was a good, a good alternate number one. Rounded everything off nicely. Nice deep message. Um, and w- as we were listening, we were commenting on how good the production was. That mix of kind of authentic Indigenous Australian music with the um, just traditional Western style. You got you got the organ in there and. I don't. I think it was great. Production's great. Good deep lyrics. And he he yeah. worked with um, for that album. Uh, I can't recall off the top of my head, but he it was one, it was I think it was his second album from memory. Ninety uh, one. No, maybe not his second album. Sorry, but it was an album where he actually made a concerted effort to include other um, indigenous artists. Uh, musicians um, in the album's production and um, instrumentation. Yeah, and yeah, I think it, it works really well for that. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people might know the Drones cover of that song as well, uh, which is it's good in its own way, but um, gotta have the original there. Yeah, doesn't need a cover, but why not? Alright, so... <laughs> hey, why not? Well, now we're going to switch in a completely opposite direction. As deep as that one was, some... It's, some time, for the, it's time for the fairy bread. Alright, before we get to our number one... Um, now, you, you know 
the agreement was that you wouldn't be paid, but you would get one opportunity to, to just get COVID. Qu- quickly plug your projects that you're doing. Okay. So if you could just kind of quickly go through that in like 10 seconds or less, then we'll get to our number one. Yeah, uh, I, check out Surplus Johnny's. You can get that anywhere. Distro Kid distribute stuff. All that stuff that doesn't pay anyone any money. You've got Spotify, Bandcamp, all that stuff. Go to Bandcamp, get Surplus Johnny, get, get all the other stuff. Um, uh, if you want any any books that I've written, uh, just uh, send me send me an email or something, and um, I'll send you I'll send you some stuff. Um, and coming up soon. Um, I will be uh, featured in a new Wollongong release that's that's coming up. So uh, can't say too much about that now, but keep a keep an ear, a nose, an eye, a to the wind to the wind. Stand on one leg like a um, flamingo, and watch Pink Flamingos by John Waters. It's a classic. There's no better way to celebrate. Australian, oh. Australian music. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll put links in the description so everyone can check that out. H H B A T S. Wait. H. You don't G- need to spell it out. We'll A-T- put it in the description. <laughs> no, no. The other band I didn't mention. H H B A T S O. Look, look, look them up. Um, my. Um, one of my relatives is in that band. <laughs> All right. I don't know if you've heard this song. I think if you haven't heard it, I think you'll enjoy it. What are the chan- what are the chances what are the chances do you think of the number 1 Australian song of all time not being known by me <laughs> or anyone anyone listening to this? I think I think there's a chance you you might know this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I think I already know what it is, and it is. Can I introduce it for you? Yeah, go okay. for it. Number one on the non-alternative, the alternative to the alternative, top ten of the top one thousand is Painters and Dockers, Nude School. <laughs> Close. It's Sex on Toast. Take your mask off and love me tonight. Even better.
this weird disguise Fabric between us now It cuts your mouth but then reveals your eyes Now baby I'll go downtown Take your mask off and love me tonight by Sex on Toast, your other number one. Um, we're going to sit here for the next three days and count the votes as they come in. And in three days' time, we'll go through the 2000 songs again, but we will order them in your, based on your votes. Your votes choice. So the- let's get those votes Keep them coming in. We've already got at least 50 votes so far, so that that's a good start. That's a good start. The full that's, list, the full thousand 
Yeah, okay, both and, and ladies and gentlemen, with that, we're going to end the show. I actually have now. a few more Song notes. It's been great having you I on have. the show. Yes, Remember, it's been, it's, it's been an honor and a privilege. Stay synthetic, and we'll it's been see an honor, you it's been next an honor time and a privilege on Vault Supreme Synth VGM Dream Stream Machine Podcast. See you later, guys. Yeah, thanks again, Simon. Yeah, I do have some more so, notes. About thanks again, Simon. We'll yeah. see you next time. Um, bye for now. Yes, and I do have some more th- notes on Thug, if I could just um, go through that now. So Thug, obviously technically,